Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Junkie Podcast. Hopefully, you're having a great week. We've made it to the middle, or we've made it past the middle. Got to keep forgetting I'm on Thursday now. Uh, we made it past the middle, and uh, we're getting closer to the weekend again. I know it's probably a short week for a lot of people. Uh, hopefully, uh, it's flown by, and uh, you know, there's some golf to be played this weekend, hopefully. So, uh, before we get into anything today, I want to let you know this episode is brought to you by the Pro V1 and Pro V1X golf balls from Titleist. And, uh, you know, Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, number one ball in golf. It's, uh, you know, kind of the standard that's set for, uh, for tour, tour golf balls. This year's 2021 uh, is brand new, new softer cast urethane cover, uh, a faster casing layer for more speed uh, and lower long game spin. Uh, they've got a co- totally uh, reformula- reformulated core, the 2.0 ZG process. Uh, you know, increases distance. And then, uh, you know, if you're looking for something a little softer feel, uh, go with the Pro V1. If you're looking for something that flies a little higher, Pro V1X. Uh, if you're looking for the lowest driver spin, Pro V1. Uh, and if you're looking for the most short game spin, Pro V1X. So, uh, you know, something a little different uh, to fit everybody's game. Uh, I was, I'm playing the Pro V1 now. I played the Pro V1X all last year because I just wanted a little more height on my shots. Uh, I've been playing the Pro V1 a little bit more this year. And, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's one of the, you know, it's the number one bo- uh, golf ball uh, in the world for a reason. So uh, go to Titleist.com, check out the new Pro V1, Pro V1X, and uh, see which one fits your game, uh, fits your game best. So it's a, uh, I'm going to lay these down on all the junk on my desk here, because uh, if you could see the top view, it is an absolute mess here. But, hey, it, it is what it is. So <laughs> it's uh, it's been a, a fun couple weeks of... Uh, of testing some stuff. So over the, hopefully everybody, well, I guess before I get into that, hopefully everybody had a great Labor Day weekend. Uh, I had fun. I was down with the parents, with my family. I uh, had some time uh, hanging out, did play a little golf, played absolutely terrible. Um, but it was like the tail of two rounds. It was like the front nine, the first four holes, I started off like double and then a bogey and then another double and then like a bogey again or something like that. Like I started off the first four holes, just absolutely awful. And, then the next five holes, I played one under. I made four pars and a birdie. So it was like just tail of of different rounds. And then you get to get to the back nine, you know, if we're playing minus one through the front. Not, you get to the back nine, start off with a double. Now, to be fair, the 10th hole on Bella Vista is the hardest hole on the golf course, at least in my opinion. Uh, the tee shot is super easy. You hit like a, a four iron, five iron. You, you hit something like between 190 and, and maybe 200 yards at the most. Uh, and then you've got about one, eh, 155 to 160, maybe 165 in, depending on where you land. And uh, that shot is the one that's absolutely atrocious. So I hit a, you know, hit a decent drive, hit a nice uh, four iron down there, um, knocked a, pulled my, I think I, did I hit a seven or an eight. I think it was a seven. I uh, hit like a, I think I was one like 60 or just over, you know, just over 155. Hit a seven iron, pulled it a little left, and uh, basically the green slopes so badly from left to right that if you're on the left side and you're not on the green, you're pretty much good luck stopping it. Let's just put it that way. Um, got super tentative with a wedge shot, left it up on the fringe, and then had just a nasty putt down the hill, which uh, I breathed on and it uh it went i mean it had to go five six feet by uh and then i just missed the putt come back up the hill so it was a uh it was a rough start but that hole again just it, it just kind of kicks your butt because if you looked at like my stats i think i hit the fairway every time on that that hole i mean you just hit it in, in you know an iron out there 
And I don't think I, I mean I, I don't think I've ever birdied it. And you know, par over there feels like a birdie. So just one of those holes that just kicks your butt. And then uh, I don't remember what I did on eleven. I hit a good drive, hit a good second shot, and I, I actually I think I think I made par there. But whatever. I mean, it was just like made a disaster. And then got to seventeen. Uh, I missed a couple easy putts that were or hit hit bad first putts that left me with longer second putts that I, I just didn't hit good putts on the on the back nine. And then the wheels really fall off, fell off on 17, which is this kind of nasty little par three that you have to hit through a shoot of trees. And it's like it's a little triangular green. So, it, it, you know, it's wider in the back, really narrow in the front. It's got a bunker on the left. And this it's got like two tiers and everything slopes from back to front severely. And uh, I hit my my sh- my tee shot. I kind of knocked it over to the left. I thought it was in the bunker, which would would have been fine. And it was like on the edge of the bunker, so it was technically like in the grass. But there was sand underneath it. It was like right where the bunker and that meet. It was slightly downhill, and the pin was kind of tucked over in the left. So basically, I, I was going to try to you know hit kind of a sand- a bunker shot because there was sand underneath it, all that. And uh, I, I tried that, and it didn't quite work. Uh, there was not much sand uh, under that uh, <laughs> under that ball, and uh, I bladed it, hit it over the green, almost on the tee box on 18. Um, I took a pretty big swing because I had the face pretty darn open, and then uh, yeah, I smacked it onto the uh, almost the tee box on 18, which it was sitting on the downslope of the tee box, and then hit a really good shot coming back that just hit the top of the, basically hit the the fringe. But again, the slope is is uh, especially up there is so bad. It it basically rolled down, and then caught the second tier and rolled down there. So I th- I'm pretty sure I made six there. So I had one, two, three, four. Yeah, maybe yeah. I think I made six because then I you know the putt was whatever. I mean it was just what a disaster. So that that kind of derailed the whole round. But I had fun. I was playing with my, my brother uh, and a buddy of ours. Uh, my dad dropped out. He just he. he <laughs> He's having a hip replacement in October, and he's like, my hip is killing me. So he was like, I'm out. I'm not playing. I'm not getting up early to go play. So it was just the three of us, and we cruised through in like three hours, and it was it was pretty fun. So uh, still had a good time. Like I said, hit some really good shots. Uh, had some new irons in the bag, uh, which was a lot of fun, and uh, maybe I'll talk about those later. They're not anything new. Uh, I had a set of, I, I, I had a set of, got a set of P770s and um, really, really good irons so i uh, played those and it was great but today <clears throat> talking about something a little different and uh, something i've been reviewing for a couple weeks now and it's been a blast i won't be able to kind of put these things up here because they're much larger than um than what my desk will hold so if you're somebody here watching on youtube you're not going to be unfortunately maybe i'll try to crop in some visuals on the thing but uh talking about uh moto caddy electric trolleys so or electric push carts so if you 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 know if you've never heard of Moto Caddy, I think they're a European company, and they like to use the word trolley. And basically, I, I've been using a push cart in my league ever since I started in my league. Uh, I think the first year uh, I, I I walked, you know, just carried my bag, and then uh, I got myself a three wheel push cart. I think it was just called like a Tour Trek from like at the time it was uh, was it Golfsmith at the time? I think it was before it even changed it over to Golf Galaxy. Uh, I think it was Golfsmith. It was called like a Tour Trek. It wasn't anything crazy. It was like 170 bucks, but it had, you know, everything I needed. Three wheels, held my bag, had a little cup holder, a little, you know, uh, plastic container to put all your stuff. And uh, it was great. It, it worked wonderful. I've, 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 uh, I actually, 
Uh, I, I'm still using it this year. So uh, the alignment of the front wheel is a little off, which got to be adjusted, but whatever. But I, I've been a huge fan of of walking with a push cart for a long time. And, uh, you know, every once in a while I would look and see some some of these electric carts and stuff like that out there. And I've, I've always wanted to try one, but I've never really, you know, I've got a cart. I don't really need something else. So um, we were talking with the boys at Moto Caddy, and I was like, man, I would really like to, to try one. I've always been interested in these electric carts. And they were like, heck, yeah, we'd, we'd love to, to have you try one as well. So um, I've actually been testing two of the models uh, that they have out, which has uh, been pretty cool. I've... Uh, you know, it's kind of exciting to try something that's that's golf, but not necessarily a golf club that, you know, usually I don't get that excited about stuff that's not golf clubs, but this I was super excited about. So the guys at Moto Caddy uh, sent over some stuff, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, my FedEx guy hated me that day um, because the the containers that come in are pretty big boxes. I mean, they're they're, they're, they're decently large, and they weigh a lot. I mean, the, they've got batteries. They've got a ton of packaging to keep the thing safe. Um, you know, the, the unit itself is definitely heavier than a standard uh, standard push cart. And I think the total weight of everything shipped in that day was like 125 pounds. So my, my FedEx guy, who was a super nice guy, <laughs> was like, hey, man, like we're not friends today. Like, you know, <laughs> this is he's like, you got all these boxes, you know, whatever. So. But they showed up, and uh, yeah, I mean the packaging is is super nice. Comes in a big, you know, black box has Moto Caddy on it. Uh, they definitely are heavy. I mean, uh, I, I want to say those those each box that had the units in them were probably fifty pounds. Um, you know, just because they had, like I said, they they have so much packaging. They have all the stuff, the chargers, everything you need for the unit is in there. And uh, like I said, you add in that cardboard packaging and all that, and it, they're, they're they're decently heavy. So I understand why uh, my FedEx guy was not super happy with me, <laughs> but. Uh, um, but yeah, but they sent me two models to try, or two of the models uh, that they make to try. Uh, one of them being the uh, basically the an M7 remote, and then the M5 GPS. So uh, two different models, uh, both electric, and they both use the exact same battery, uh, which is kind of nice. Uh, but uh, no, they're 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 pretty cool <laughs> units. I mean, um, unpackage them out, super easy to use. I mean, super easy to put together. You basically snap the wheels on. Um, which is like you push a button on the wheel, slide it in, you let it go, and then you, you you basically just give it like a little push and it clicks into place. You pop on both wheels, and then you unfold it with like two clips. So there's a clip in the very back. You pull it out. The, the Basically, the handle flips out of it, and then you there's a, a secondary uh, for basically halfway up the handle. You undo that clip. That way you can also adjust you know how high you want, uh, want the handle to be, lock that in place, and you're pretty much ready to go. So um, it's really, really quite simple to use. They're super easy to put together. I mean, I didn't even need the instructions. I highly recommend reading instructions uh, if you get one, but, I mean, you, you barely needed it. Uh, so then the ba- same thing, uh, they basically say charge the battery, you know, like overnight. So plug that thing in, let it sit, char- you know, let it charge up. The battery's pretty decent size. I mean, it's probably this, uh, you know, if you stacked up two dozen golf balls, it's about that size. It's a pretty, pretty decent size battery, which, you know, for the units, I mean, they're supposed to go 36 holes. Uh, you know, I, I unfortunately have not been able to play 36 holes to test that theory. Uh, but from my using it on, on nine and 18, I have no doubt that it'll last 36 with no problem. Um, <clears throat> but like I said, the battery is pretty decent size. So you charge that up, battery drops right into the center uh, of the unit. There's a plug that you you know you basically just snap in and uh, the thing comes to life and you're basically ready to go. So uh, so the M7 was the one I took out first. Um, 
And basically, like I said, the setup was super easy. You pull out of the box, pull the packaging off, unfold it, and uh, once you charge the battery, I mean, you can go play. Like, it's that it's that easy to use. Um, it also has the M7 remote, comes with, as you'd expect, a little remote. And uh, you charge up the remote as well. Uh, it's just like a little USB charging uh, plug. You just undo the bottom. There's a little rubber flap. And you plug in the USB cord, and you can actually charge it off the 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 cart itself it's actually got a plug for usb charging where you could charge like the remote here uh if you had your phone whatever you can charge now it, you know if you're charging your phone and a bluetooth speaker and everything else yeah you're going to lose some uh you know so, some of the the range uh, on the battery um but you know for most people i don't think you're going to be charging everybody's phone everybody's bluetooth speaker and stuff off of your uh, your cart but it's there in a pinch which is super nice and uh you know, they also sent uh, over the the accessory kit for it as well, which is pretty cool. But uh, yeah, so the M7 has a remote, and once you basically plug it out, you know, plug it in, get your bag on there, uh, you basically hit the power button on the remote, and it automatically connects to the cart, and it is literally like a video game. So it's got a forward, backwards, uh, a stop, and then a right and left buttons, and. The forward button is uh, basically one press. The things the, the cart starts moving forward, and you press it again to make it go faster, and again to make it go faster. And I think there's like eight speeds on there, so one through eight. Uh, and you basically press the button a couple times. It'll go whatever speed you want it to go, and it'll just keep going until you hit stop. Or um, I believe it, if it gets about, uh, I think it's like like 40 or 50 yards away from you, it'll stop automatically when it gets away from the remote. Um, so, if you know, you don't have to worry about if you're talking to a buddy and whatever. It will eventually just stop itself. Um, but it is super easy to use. I took it out my front yard when I first got it just to make sure I could actually control it or see what it was like. And uh, my one neighbor was walking, you know, going out for, for a jog and was like, what the heck is that? And I was like, well, because I was literally controlling it. So it was just driving itself. And I was like, it's an electric golf cart. He was just like, that is absolutely amazing. I've never seen anything like it. But super easy to use. I mean, you hit start or you hit the plus the the plus button to go forward. It starts going. You press it a couple times to get it to the speed you want. Um, I think I found like like five was about four to five was basically my normal just walking pace, uh, and it would basically just ride alongside me. Uh, five might be a, a hair faster, so it might gain on me a little bit, but but it wasn't a big deal. The the right and left buttons. I mean, y- if you tapped them like really quick, just a little tap, it would just kind of correct itself real quick. Uh, and just kind of guide itself down the fairway. I found I would do that the most. I mean, you'd be walking on the fairway and just kind of tap it a little bit, and it would just kind of either center itself or head a little more towards your ball. Um, and then if you really held down, you know, the left or right to make a, a big right turn or left turn, uh, the thing would actually kind of stop and then make the turn. And uh, and then most of that's because, like, the two wheels that drive it, it would basically stop and then rotate one wheel to, to turn the unit so um but again super easy to use i mean it's it, like i said it's like a video game just press the button and i mean you really have to, to to think about it you just walk down the fairway talking with whoever and you would just you know it, it would be in my hand and i would just be kind of controlling it not even thinking about it just just having a conversation so super easy to use for uh you know the remote and all that super easy to use and and then you could also stop you know when you hit stop it would stop. It wouldn't roll down any hills. It would kind of put its own little like parking brake on, and it would just stay right there. And everybody in my league, when I the first night I brought it out, was just like shocked. Like, like I, all of a sudden, a few people I, I think knew I had it. A bunch of guys didn't. And then as we started like going down the fairway, or like walked off them the first tee, 
all of a sudden, like the thing just starts going, and people were just like, "What the heck?" Um, but it's pretty. <laughs> it's it's a pretty. Easy, like I said, simple, super simple to use. If you didn't want to use the remote, uh, there is a little uh, dial on the handle uh, that you can actually press, and then you can turn the dial to whatever speed you want, but you just press the button with your thumb. Uh, the thing would go. You would just steer it with your hand, and then you'd hit the button again to stop it, and you could do that as well. Um, I, I, I did that every once in a while. Like If you just needed to move the cart like around the tee box, I would just you know hit the button, move it, and stop it. Um, it, it doesn't, you know, once it's, you know, running and all that, you don't really want to push it without the, the it, it has a lot of resistance. I don't know how the wear is for just pushing it without it uh, uh, running on its own uh, you know, in terms of wear for the batteries and the gearing and all that. But like I said, super, super easy to use. It took zero time to really get used to it. Like I said, I mean, I could have walked out on the course with the remote, all that, and just went. Um, you know, like I said, I ran it around my front yard and stuff, and it was, it, it, like I said, it, it the, the, the learning curve is basically zero. Uh, if anybody's worried about, you know, like, oh, how, you know, when will I actually get a feel for it? Is it going to take me a couple rounds? No, it's going to take you like two minutes to to realize how it works. And, uh, you know, like I said, even finding the speed that you walk with, if you want it to kind of walk with you or whatever, it's uh, it's super easy. It, uh, it, it like I said, it, it's super. It actually made the round pretty fun. Like, like the the three rounds that I've used it for now have been a blast it's it's been great i like i actually enjoy using it it's fun out there um and it's fun just to walk like you just walk down the fairway you can have your water bottle in your hand maybe if you drink something different like an adult beverage uh but you can have something in your hand walking whatever and you don't even i mean you don't have to push your cart you don't have to do anything i mean it's just it just goes by itself and it's it's pretty cool i mean it goes by itself but it doesn't but it's pretty cool i mean and, and i've gotten pretty good now where you can like you can, I can basically drive, and it could be like 30, 40 yards ahead of me, and I can stop it pretty much right next to my ball. And it's super easy to to do that. I mean, it's just everything about it is just simple to use. I mean, they've, they really have made it basically, you know, I, I mean, I, I consider myself kind of an idiot, and it's pretty idiot-proof because I've been able to drive it all over. It took me zero time to learn, and I haven't driven it to like a pond or a creek or anything yet. Um, now, the first time <laughs> I did go across one of the bridges at St. Clair Shores, I was a little nervous. I mean, you just always, you know, what if it takes off on its own? What if it does? It, it didn't, but it's just one of those, like, you guided it over, and I think one of the guys in my group was like, oh, you're a little nervous on the, you know, going across that bridge? And I was like, you know what? I, I kind of was for the first time, but now using it a bunch, I, I, I don't even think about it. I mean, you just steer it over. It just, you know, like I said, it just goes. Um, both the, like, like the M7, I mean, the, the, the big thing I think other people will ask is how stable is it? Because it is driving itself. You know, you're not holding on to it. It is just going by itself. And honestly, uh, out of, out of probably 20, 27 holes, I've had one time where I thought it might go over, like tip over and I kind of like jumped up and it didn't, but I, you know, I thought it was going to get close. It's got a basically a, a little like uh, wheel on the like a fourth wheel on the back, so it's a three wheel cart. Uh, but on the back, it's got this little wheel that kind of slides in, and it is the furthest point back. And going up hills, it'll basically catch itself. Uh, up hills, you know, going uphill, uh, it'll basically you know if the bag leans back a little bit, it'll hit that wheel and stop. If it goes over a big rut or something like that, that wheel will stop it from flipping forward. Uh, anything like that. And basically, the the only time that I thought it was going to go over was right around one of the tee boxes. There was kind of a, I mean, it was like a ramp of dirt, and it had no grass on it. It was just dirt, 
and it was you know super hard. It, it it hadn't you know hadn't rained in a while, and it went up there. And I think just the way the front wheels kind of shot it forward, it caught you know the rear wheel hit, but then the rear wheels got up there. And like I said, being just raw dirt, no grass, the wheels did slip for a second. And when it slipped, it kind of did shoot it backwards even further. And I thought it was going to maybe tip over, but it did hit and landed and kept going. And I stopped it right right after that, um, or as soon as I saw it kind of do, and I stopped it. But that was the only time. I mean, everything else, if there's little ruts, if it, you know, I've had it where one wheel hit a sprinkler head, um, and it just keeps going. Like it doesn't. Uh, it, it, I have yet to tip it over. I'm not trying to, but I'm also not thinking about it. You know, like I'm not purposely like scanning the fairway or scanning the rough for different you know, little holes or whatever. I'm just walking with it, and I'm just letting it go. And like I said, it, it'll catch a sprinkler head. It'll catch a little drainage, uh, you know, drainage top, anything like that. And maybe the one wheel dips, uh, and it just bounces back and goes. So there's really nothing, like I said. I mean, it, it, there could be some extreme things where you might worry about it uh, about it tipping over. Um, I haven't felt, like I said, I've had one time uh, out of 27 holes, and that was a pretty – bare dirt patch of like ramp it was like the perfect kind of the perfect storm anything on grass it's been perfectly fine i mean going up hills uh you know out at uh, the ayapawa island little golf course the first hole uh the first hole eighth hole ninth hole i mean are huge hills and uh having to go down there up there it, it was perfectly fine i mean going uphill you'd expect it to kind of like you know slow down or really like work going up and it doesn't like it just it, it just goes. It, it keeps the same speed. It just keeps chugging along. It doesn't make any noise. Like the the one thing I was kind of shocked. Like if you're, it has no whine, no buzz, no anything. Like you hit the button and it just starts going. Like there's nothing. There's no sound. Like I know. Every, I'm trying to explain like what like you know. I, I think everybody knows kind of like some of those little electric motors when you have like a radio control car or something like that. You could hear it kind of like not squeak but almost start up. And this has no sound. Like if somebody else is hitting and you want to start it going down the fairway, like you know, if you're on the the, the opposite side and the person's back to you, they're hitting their shot. You can start it and roll, and it. I mean, other than the clubs rattling, it, the 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 unit itself makes zero noise. It just goes. So, um, like I said, I've actually had a blast with it. I'm really liking uh, the. I, I, I like both of them. They're they're both super. Super easy to use. They make they make walking really fun. I mean, it, it, it's kind of like, you know, I went up to Bannon, got to play with a caddy. That was a blast. I love just being able to just walk down the fairway, um, talk to people, whatever, not have to worry about my bag or anything like that. And this gets you pretty much that, that you know, close to it. I mean, it really does. It's it's pretty fun to do. Um, it's got some cool features. Uh, I got the, the, the accessory pack, so it has uh, a pretty heavy-duty umbrella holder. I thankfully haven't had to use that yet. Uh, but the nice thing is it it basically screws in. It's got teeth uh, around it, so it kind of locks into place. Um, so I, I thankfully haven't had to use that yet, but it's really kind of heavy-duty plastic and everything. Um, so I have no problem, uh, no, no qualms about that probably working great. Um, it has the, the big drink holder on it. Uh, which basically just kind of snaps on and it'll it'll rotate. I put my you know have a water bottle in there. That felt a little flimsy when we first got it. When I first opened it up, it kind of felt like flimsy plastic. I was like, man, a, a, a kind of a a Yeti style, a stainless steel like water bottle. Mine's like a tall, thin one. Um, I was kind of like, man, if that has like water, ice, whatever in it, like this doesn't seem super you know super hard plastic. 
Uh, but I've had it has no problem holding drinks through whatever terrain I've run over. It has stayed in place. It hasn't moved an inch. Um, it works great, and it just like kind of snaps on, and it, it will kind of go back and forth. So uh, it's got a little play to it as you run over some rough terrain. But it's super. Like I said, uh, the plastic felt a little more more flimsy, but I tell you what, it, it, it's held that thing with no problem. Um, it's uh, and then also it's got a scorecard holder that also has a. Um, which is covered, so it's got like a, a it's got a little box that slaps on, and there's actually two mounting points for all these accessories, which makes it super easy. And they just screw in, and uh, the scorecard holder has you know a clear plastic top or pretty clear plastic top. You you snap it open, it just flips open. You slide a scorecard in there, and then it's got a slide out drawer that you don't even notice uh, that will hold like two balls, uh, a couple tees, you know whatever, some really small stuff, uh, and then it also has a a phone mount that attaches to the very top of it that'll hold your phone basically right in front of you, which uh, I think is cool, but I also think it's kind of a pain because then you're always checking your phone. Uh, typically when I play, like I just throw my phone in a pocket uh, of my bag and I don't really look at it. I mean, I may look at it at the, the later holes to see if, uh, you know, I, w- I need to bring my, my wife home some dinner or something, but um, having it right in front of me is very cool. You can just, you know, touch it. It, it locks in, but it also is, you know, right there in front of you so you tend to check it a lot and look at your you know if you get a work email whatever you tend to check it but it's a pretty cool little tele- like, like telescoping or telescoping arm you can adjust it whatever way you want uh, and then it's got a little uh, sliding uh, hand that's you know foam line that that locks in uh, i've got an iphone 11 iphone 11 max i guess i don't know the bigger iphone 11 and uh, it fits in there just fine uh, you do get pretty close i mean you couldn't fit stuff too much bigger than that so there's no iPad or anything like that in that mount, but uh, the the unit fits fits my iPhone 11 just fine. Um, like I said, the only negative to that is, is like I said, I, I found myself actually checking my phone more. But <coughs> excuse me, but I think for the the M7, if you're somebody who uses like uh, like a GPS unit or something like that, uh, if it fits in that little, or you use your phone for GPS or you keep score on your phone or whatever, super easy because it's right there. Uh, it's really nice. Um, like I said, that one there. I don't know if I'm going to use it a ton just because, like I said, I didn't like the fact that I was always checking my phone. I may take that off. Uh, the scorecard portion of it, um, I do like. Uh, it's a little bulky, so when you're folding it up and like putting it in the back of my truck, i got to be careful. The, I think the second time I used it, I thought I almost broke it because I hit it on the, the, the tonneau cover of my truck, and I was kind of like worried about it. That one there, you just got to be a little more careful just because it, it does stick up a little further. Um, so that one there, but I mean, like the drink holder is great. The umbrella holder looks to be fantastic. Like I said, I, I fortunately have not had to use it, but uh, it looks really good. Uh, but the M7 remote has been has been really awesome. I've, I've really enjoyed using it, and uh, and like I said, I, I, it's just one of those things where I will continue to use it. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to give it back to these guys this uh, <laughs> this M7 because uh, it's it's been a blast. Like, like I said, it's the closest thing to having a caddy. Um, without having to necessarily pay a caddy. And for what caddy fees cost, it's not going to take you too many rounds to pay this thing off. Because um, it, it, it's not cheap, I will admit. I think the, the M7 remote is, is $14.99, uh, I believe. Yeah, $14.99 for the M7 remote. Um, but it is, like I said, I, I, I super, you know, I enjoy it. Uh, out of the two units, the M5, which we'll talk about in a second, if I had to choose between one, I, I, I would take the M7. I just like the remote function of it. I think it's really cool. Um, and like I said, I, I just really enjoyed uh, enjoyed playing rounds with it. So really fun. The M7, like I said, if you go to motocaddy.us, that's their website, motocaddy.us, so M-O-T-O-C-A-D-D-Y.us. 
you can go there, check them out. They have all the specs, everything like that. Um, it's pretty cool. And then, uh, you know, like I said, I'm going to get into the M5 here. But before I do, I uh, just want to let you know, calling all levels golfers, get a tour-level club fitting, no matter your skill level, at Club Champion. With more than 85 stores nationwide, it's never been easier to lower your scores through perfectly fitted custom equipment. Book now at clubchampiongolf.com. And uh, that's where I got fit two years ago for my irons. It was a blast. I had a ton of fun just getting fit. It was fun just hitting the other clubs, seeing the differences, feeling the differences, all that. Um, and those guys over there were really awesome to let me hit some stuff that didn't even necessarily fit into. Um, it was just they had some cool new shafts in there, and it was it was fun to hit them. So, um, like I said, check out, check out clubchampiongolf.com. It's, uh, it, you know, like I said, they, they've got a ton of stores. You'll be able to find a fitter that's uh, that's pretty close to you. Um, so, yeah, so then we have the Motocaddy, the M5 uh, GPS, which, as the name states, has GPS. So it's a, it's a very similar unit when you look at the actual unit itself. Uh, you know, like it's a three-wheel cart. It actually doesn't have the fourth wheel that comes out the back of it because this one doesn't, the M5 doesn't have the remote. So you'll actually, much like the, what you can do with the M7, is you hit the button in the middle on the handle, set your speed, and you just start walking. You, you, you will have your hand on this cart. So this one here, you don't have that, that fourth wheel on the back uh, because of the hills and all that, because you will be holding on to it. Um, and to be 100% honest, I was kind of nervous, like because I took out the 7 first with the remote, had a blast with it, and to be honest, I was a little, I wouldn't say concerned, but I was kind of like, am I going to like the M5 as much? You know, if I have to hold on to it, whatever, you know, is it going to be as, as fun? And to be honest, it was, uh, I shouldn't have had any qualms about it. It actually was perfectly great. I mean, it was it was great. It was, it really... I didn't even, you know, the first few holes, I was kind of conscious of the fact that I didn't have a remote in my hand and I wasn't just controlling it. But after that, it was just basically walking with my hand basically on the cart a little bit. I mean, you're, you're really lightly holding on to it. Uh, I mean, basically just maybe nudging it right or left again down the fairway just to keep it, you know, towards your ball, uh, or in my case, a lot the rough. But, uh, you know, it, it basically drives itself. Uh, again, on that one, I think I, fi- I found that kind of that four to be my sweet spot of walking a little bit. Depending on who I was walking with, uh, or if there was a you know a couple guys in carts playing with me, then I'd probably step up to five and kind of briskly walk a little faster. Um, if you're a really fast walker, though, I mean the thing goes up to like I think like I said I think it's like eight, and for me I'd be like running uh, with that with the cart. So, uh, but the M5 GPS, the big thing is that on the there's the screen uh, on it, <clears throat> which I forgot to say on, on the M7 there's a little screen as well that has the battery meter uh, and the speed on it, a little LCD screen. This one's got a the M5 has a bigger screen that actually has GPS on it. So it's got forty over 40,000 courses preloaded, um, and you basically just pick your course. It's really easy. You hit there's When you first plug it in, there's basically two options, play golf or settings. Uh, so the first time you get it, you'll hit settings. You'll go in, update the firmware. It'll actually connect to your, your Wi-Fi. I did it one night just sitting there watching TV. I fired it up, go into the options, connected to my Wi-Fi, and then just did like a firmware update. I updated the St. Clair Shores course. Um, I updated, you know, just updated a couple courses that I that I might play. And it's, I mean, super simple. I mean, the, the instructions walk you right through it, but I mean, the menu, you can go in and, and figure it out. It's it's pretty, pretty simple. 
Um, and then you literally hit the, the play golf button. And usually if it's, it searches for the course near you for me, like I said, the first time I played it was St. Clair Shores, uh, and you just select it and you go. Um, and then basically, uh, it basically comes up and gives you yardages and you can basically have yardages to front, middle, back uh, of the green. Uh, there is uh, some dynamic pin movement where you can take your, I mean, the, the screen there is touch screen. So you can take and, and drag the pin over to like, you know, the left side of the green, or if you know, it's in this kind of back corner, you can kind of slide that over and the GPS will adjust uh, yardages to where that pin location is. Um, it'll also give you all the, the, the distances to the hazards, excuse me, out there. So if there's a, you know, water in front of a green, if there's a, uh, a greenside bunker on the left or right, it'll actually give you basically all those yardages, just like a regular GPS will. Uh, and to, to be honest, they, they seem pretty darn accurate. Uh, I mean, I was playing with uh, guys who had their own, you know, GPS watches, all that. It was right with them. I think, you know, the GPS in it is, is pretty darn accurate. It's as accurate as anything from, you know, Bushnell or Garmin or whatever I was playing, you know, guys I was playing with. Um, you know, when we walked up to, you know, say par threes or whatever, uh, you know, I mean, everybody was within, you know, a yard, or so, uh, maybe two, uh, but but everybody was pretty close. The GPS seemed pretty accurate. Um, it updated as it drove, so as you're going, it would basically you know kind of count itself down. Um, and then you could you know it's got a lot of features with that. It'll keep score if you wanted. Uh, this, but the screen is actually really responsive. It's super easy to use. It even comes with its own little screen protector, so you don't have to worry about scratching it up and beating it up. It's got its own little screen protector that it comes with. Um, so of course I put it on, and there's one piece of dust in it. Uh, thankfully it's off to the right, just off the screen. So it doesn't interfere with anything like actually looking at. Um, but of course I, I, I messed that up and, and got a piece of dust in there. Um, but it's got a lot of cool features that I kind of wish, you know, I kind of wish you could marry the two, but the M5 is, is like I said, pretty cool. It's got the same battery, same motors. It's dead silent. Um, it's got a ton of torque. I mean, you, you really notice it on the M5 because you're, you're kind of holding it. Um, your hand, your hands are on the, the, the handle, which is actually a really kind of soft rubber. Like it's not hard plastic, anything like that. It's, it's really like a soft rubber. So even, you know, on sweaty days, whatever, yeah, I mean, it's got some tack to it. Uh, but you hit it to start and you go, but when you're holding onto it, you can really feel like the thing's got some power. I mean, I don't know if it could pull me, but it it definitely has some power for, I mean, I don't care if you're playing a, a monster staff bag, uh, like I, I sometimes carry or, you know, a lightweight stand bag, whatever, it, it, it's going to pretty much pull whatever you put on there. Um, and like I said, you don't notice it with the 7 because you're not really touching it much. The M5, you really notice how much power it has. And going up hills, down hills, it just doesn't phase it. Like, it just keeps going, and it doesn't really, like I said, you, you don't even hear it. Even going up some steeper hills, you just don't even hear it making noise. Like, it just goes. Um, but the GPS function of it, it's got more, I mean, it'll keep score. It's got the GPS, uh, tell you everything to hazards. It's the, uh, it's got like a, I mean, it's got a clock on it. Um, it's got a, basically a, a kind of pace of play timer to how long your round takes. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's got shot uh, distances, so uh, you can hit shot and then walk out to your ball. It'll tell you exactly how far you hit it. I mean, stuff like that that's just built in that's, that's really nice to kind of have right on your cart. The GPS function is, is super nice. I mean, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, I, I wish they, they offered it on, like, every model. Like, if they had a, a 7 with the GPS, it would be, like, the perfect cart. But, but the M5 is, is really cool. It's got its own little thing where you can it, – it's called ADC, which um, it'll basically drive ahead for X amount of yards and stop. And I think you can set it uh, with a dial. 
and it will drive itself straight, but you can't really steer it. It just goes. Uh, so if you have like a big sloping fairway or something like that, it, it's going to be a little harder control there, but you can let it go for its, its own little bit and it'll go out, stop and, and wait for you there. Um, and the same thing, like I said, you just hit the button in the middle. There's, like I said, it's a, bu- it's a button, but it's also a dial. And you just tap it with your thumb. The thing starts going. When you get to where you want to go, you tap it again. It just stops. And like it puts on its own kind of little parking brake. It doesn't roll down hills. It doesn't, you know, once it's stopped, it, it's pretty much stopped. Uh, you know, like I said, I, there's, there's a couple holes, especially at St. Clair Shores, where there's, there's some water that comes up like, you know, 10, 12, or I'm sorry, 11, 12, uh, depending on where you are on, on 13, 14, even 15. I mean, there's spots where you're like, this thing could, you know, if it got going, it could roll into the water. And on on 12, this little par 3 that you hit it over kind of a little creek, and then you, you basically walk across the creek, play the hole, and then you walk back across the creek to the next tee box. I've actually seen a guy who forgot to set his parking brake on a push cart, and the push cart rolled into the, into the creek, and he had to like, jump in and fish it out. So there's always actually I've seen two guys that happened to um, on that hole, but this thing I mean once it stops it stops it doesn't move until you come up and hit the button again. Um, but uh, and actually it actually does have nine speeds on the thing. Uh, I just had the specs up and it, it's nine speeds. And if you're at nine, I mean you're either got the longest legs in the world or you are just flat out running behind that cart. <laughs> um, but it's a, it, like I said, it's it's pretty cool. The, the GPS has a ton of functions. It actually has Bluetooth uh, capabilities. So you can actually connected to your phone and you can actually get notifications, alerts and everything from your phone on the screen. So you can't, uh, you know, you can't like text back in there, but it'll basically pop up and say, Hey, you have an email, you have a text message, whatever. So if you're a guy like me who maybe has, you know, you're married, has a, has a kid or two or whatever. And you know, the, the wife is texting you to let you know that, uh, you know, they're not behaving the way they should. You can get that notification. Um, I set my phone up to it. I connected it to it. And I mean, much like the, the phone mount on the, the 7, which the 5, you can get a phone mount as well. It has the same, uh, the same connectors to put all the same accessories on. Um, but I, it was the same thing. Like, you know, when I play, my, my, tea, my tea time's at like 4.45 or, you know, it starts at that. And, you know, you're still going to get some work emails and stuff like that later in the day. And I just, I ended up turning it off because I didn't like seeing all the notifications from texts and emails and whatever. So that kind of stuff I actually did turn off, but it's kind of nice. I mean, the fact that you could take your phone, put it in the pocket of your cart uh, or pocket of your bag or put it somewhere else and and not have to really look at it until you see something on that little screen, it's just kind of cool there. Um, But yeah, pulling up courses, getting them started is is super easy. Um, And it'll automatically, for the most part, switch over, you know, hole to hole. Even at a place like St. Clair Shores, which is pretty close. I mean, tee boxes and greens are pretty darn close. Uh, it was pretty good about switching over. And even if it didn't, or say you started on 10 instead of starting on 1, it's got a little arrow button. You just hit it until you get to the hole you're playing, and you're, and you're perfectly fine. So um, it, it's super easy to use. I mean, like I said, the screen was pretty responsive. Uh, it wasn't, like, laggy or anything like that. You could move stuff pretty easily. They, they did a really good, good job of designing that one. And like I said, it actually is pretty fun to play, pretty fun to use. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, holding on to it while, while walking, all that, not a big deal. Like I said, I, I was a little worried about it, but uh, totally not a big deal at all. Um, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll give you, you know, with everything, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of negative. I, I, they're, they're expensive. I mean, the, the Moto Caddy, the, M, the, the 7 remote, M7 remote, is $14.99, and the M5 is $13.99. So they're not cheap, but... If you're somebody who plays a lot and walks a lot, I think you could make up that money really quickly. The more I use it, 
the more I just enjoy playing those rounds. Like those little, you know, for me, especially those nine hole rounds where you're just going out walking and, you know, whatever, I, it, it, it's it's a blast. Like I really enjoy it. So um, that part there, I, I think it does pay for itself pretty quickly. And like I said, if you're somebody who maybe is a member of a club, you go out like early in the morning before work, you get nine in or something like that, or you, you play 18. Um, I, I think just in caddy fees, you'll, you'll pay for this thing in a, in, a, in a summer, you know, depending on how much you play, you may pay for it even faster than that. Um, but it, it really is easy to use. Um, it, it powers through anything. I mean, if, if you know that, and, and the, the other negative, I'll give you, like I said, that, that one accessory, the, the scorecard thing, it's a little bulky, you know, it can get in the way for some players, but, um, other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't see anything negative about it, uh, to, to play with it. Um, I, I, they're a little heavy. I mean, compared to, you know, it's got a big battery and it's got motors, all that. So like taking it out of the back of my truck, you definitely notice a difference. I mean, I think it's something like 35 pounds to take it out of the back of the truck, um, which for, for me is fine. But I know, you know, for some people, if you're a little older or whatever, it, it is legitimately heavy. You don't notice it playing at all because it, it drives itself. But getting it out of the car, it, it's got a little weight to it. If you're used to having a regular push car that folds up, um, you know, th- this definitely has a little more weight. Uh, it actually folds up pretty small. It, it probably folds up just a, a, a little bit bigger than my, my three-wheel car before. It's a little wider, which you can take the wheels off really easily. I mean, it's like a one-button thing. They, they snap off. So if you are you know got a smaller trunk or something like that, you can pop off the wheels, and you can actually flip them around, and they fold in even smaller so you don't have to worry about the wheels just rolling around in your trunk. Uh, they'll snap in even smaller. Um, so that part, you know, like I said, it's a little bigger than a, a typical three-wheel cart, but you know, I, I mean, I guess I've got a truck, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but like I said, super easy to unfold, get going, and and just play with. So I've had numerous people stop me in the parking lot, asking me what it is, if I like it, you know, all that. Uh, like I said, a bunch of guys in my league thought it was pretty pr- pretty cool. So uh, like I said, I've, I've had a blast. So out of the two, the M7 remote is my favorite, uh, but I really do like the GPS and the screen stuff uh, on the M5. It's pretty cool that you can just have that there. You don't have to worry about wearing a watch because I don't really like as much as I love watches. I don't like wearing a watch when I play uh, or having to use your phone or have a separate unit or whatever. It's just right there, which is super, super convenient. So uh, like I said, check out motocaddy.us. Check out both you know, both of them there. They're super, uh, like I said, super fun. I, I think they just make nine, you know, nine holes or even 18 holes fun to play. Like it just really is fun to play. You just walk you know, zero effort, you don't have to put it, you know, worry about your shoulders or anything like that. You just go. Um, and then honestly, they, uh, the other part of it too, is they actually make, um, they actually make golf bags specifically for, for these carts. So they actually sent me one of each. So there's a cart bag, uh, which is the dry series cart bag and then a Hydroflex stand bag. And the cart bag is unfortunately is if you're watching this on YouTube is off camera. I don't. It's got some clubs in it because uh, I used it recently. Um, the stand bag here though I've got behind me, both fully waterproof. Uh, so you know basically waterproof material, and which is actually kind of nice because with my other cart I used to I, I bought one out and bought like a waterproof cover for when you know I got stuck playing in the rain. Uh, but these here all waterproof. They've got the the waterproof rubber covered uh, zippers there. Um, but they're actually built really well. This is the stand bag that it doesn't have the strap on it right now because it's got these really easy to use like quick release uh, cl- uh, or buckles uh, on here that you can just basically take the, the the dual straps off super quickly. I mean, it's just they snap off, they snap in. Uh, so if it's something where you're going to carry the bag in to go to the range or whatever, you snap the, the, the shoulder straps on, or if you're going to carry it into the course and use a cart, whatever. Um, but if you're playing with, you know, one of the Moto Caddy, you know, electric carts, you snap it off, it's out of the way, you don't have to worry about it. 
Um, so it's they're super nice, and, and this one here it's actually pretty. I mean, it's it's built really well. Like it's really stable. Um, you know, sometimes when when companies that aren't bad companies, you kind of worry about are these things going to be kind of cheap or you know really flimsy, whatever. They're really not. I mean, both bags seem to be built really well. Uh, the legs pop out super easy on this one, and then the stand bag has kind of a five way divider top, and then the cart bag, which I have, is is the fourteen way. Um, which is, you know, like I said, I, I typically, I, I've been using the 14-way on the cart just because it actually, I feel like it keeps the clubs from rattling around a little more. Um, the 5-way, you'll get a little more rattle, but you can just throw them in there wherever you want. Uh, you know, like I said, the the cart bag there does keep stuff from rattling around a little bit, may, may keep a little club chatter off. Um, and then the other kind of really cool thing they have with the bags is on the bottom, they've got kind of a, a cutout, a little like kind of rectangular cutout, that's the same shape as the bottom of the tr- of the carts. So when it fits in there, um, the bag doesn't rotate, it doesn't move around, it doesn't you know jostle around, which is kind of nice. And then you actually can add in these little metal uh, posts that in the bottom of the cart, there's two slots for these metal posts to fit into. And when you lock it in there, the cart, I mean, the bag will not move on the cart. Like it won't rotate, it won't jostle around, it doesn't it doesn't do anything. It just basically stays right there, and uh, it's it's kind of actually nice. I didn't really think about it, but now thinking about uh, my old cart and uh, and how like some of my bags fit on there, like they did, they they would rotate around sometimes as, as you ran over some rough terrain. They would kind of slide or shift. These don't move at all. I mean, they are rock solid in place, and then you don't even need to strap the bottom in. You just strap the top uh, portion of the bag to the cart, and you're good to go. Uh, if you don't have a Moto Caddy bag, it's fine. Like they have uh, the the strap uh, clicks in, and there's the strap for the bottom of the, the bag and a strap for the top, um, and it fits pretty much any bag. I mean, my huge Club Junkie staff bag, which is like a big vessel bag, fits on there just fine. Um, it actually fits better than my old cart because there's the the center, the way it's shaped. There's more room for the big pocket uh, on it, so it actually fits a little better than than it did on my my previous three wheel cart. So. But the bags are, are really nice. Like I said, everything is uh, is waterproof. Even the, the the rain covers that come with them, uh, waterproof as well. But they're built really solid, and they come in a couple different colors. Like these two, they're gray. Like I have a gray with red and a, and a gray with blue. Um, and they're actually really nice bags. They're really lightweight. Um, and like I said, they're they're not flimsy at all. Like especially like the stand bag there. It's got a nice plastic kind of top to it. Uh, that's that's uh, rubber and fabric lined, so it's not going to scratch any graphite shafts or anything like that. Um, and then the 14 way actually works really well. I mean, if you're carrying 14 clubs, it works great. Uh, shoving an extra couple putters and stuff in there, you can get away with like I've got in the other one, I've got a standard putter and then a putter with a super stroke grip and they both fit in the putter. Well, uh, they're a little tight, but they both fit, uh, but everything else fits in there just fine. I haven't tried to shove too many things. You can get other shafts in or whatever. Um, but carrying like 16, 17 clubs, it starts to get a little tough, a little tight with that one, but tons of pocket space. Uh, the stand bag has like an insulated kind of water bottle holder where the cart bag has an actual big pocket that has that uh, a lining in it that you can put, uh, put uh, you know, drinks or whatever in and maybe, uh, you know, a little bit of a bag full of, uh, say, ice or freezer bag or whatever. Uh, and it works pretty well. Uh, I took it out uh, the last time I played and I put a few, uh, a couple waters in there and, and they stay pretty cool. I mean, it, it's not like having a Yeti. Uh, but it's better than just having them sitting in, you know, on top of the cart or on top of the push cart or whatever in the sun. Uh, so they actually kept it uh, kept it pretty cool. But 
lots of pocket space. The pockets are big on these. If you're looking for something that's like a Sunday bag type, you know, really small, these are not it. These definitely have a lot more room. You can definitely put a rain suit in there. Uh, you know, a lot of golf balls, whatever you're going to carry, they have a ton of storage for them. So um, the bags are actually really nice. I, I, like I said, again, fortunately, I haven't tried, have had to test the, uh, the waterproof uh, rating on them yet. Um, but the way they fit into the cart is just really cool. That bottom design, it just basically... You know, you set it in there, and it's just the the bag's just it, it's rock solid. Like it's never going to turn. It, it's always going to stay that way, um, situated in there. And it's kind of a really cool design. Um, but you know, putting a regular bag in there, I haven't played rounds with the regular bags yet. Um, but they do fit. You know, they fit with no problem. Um, like I said, even a heavy bag like my vessel, uh, the the. The, and the card is no problem moving it. I mean, the weight of it is no big deal. So, um, but the the bags work really well. So, um, you know, if, if you're gonna you know use it a ton, you live in some place where it might rain, whatever. I mean, looking at the Moto Caddy bag to go along with the card isn't a bad idea. Like I said, the way it fits and the way it's kind of seamless together, it is kind of nice. I, I do have to say, I was I was pretty impressed with how those things work together. And and like I said, the the whole waterproof thing is pretty cool. Um, like I said, I have a cover for mine that I bought from off like Amazon that you had to like snap on. If you thought it was going to be like bad weather, you would put it on with these. You don't have to worry about it. You can just kind of go play. And if it rains, Hey, throw the rain cover on and everything should be pretty much, uh, pretty much tight. And you know, you have your umbrella holder as well. So, um, you know, it's just, uh, like I said, uh, the, the bags are, are super nice and it is nice that they, they work so, uh, seamlessly with, uh, with the bush carts. So, um, yeah, but that's uh, that's the Moto Caddy stuff. I know it's a super long episode here now, but um, it's hard to talk about kind of the features and using it while uh, when you have kind of four pieces. But um, like I said, the cart's really awesome. The bags are are, are definitely nice. Um, and like I said, if you're going to get a cart and you're looking for a new bag anyway, you know it's kind of nice that these things work so seam- seam- seamlessly together. So take a look at them and see. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, like I said, I, I'm super excited. I'm going to continue to probably use the M7. Uh, like I said, the M5 is awesome as well. Don't get me wrong. I know I'm gushing over one, but uh, the M5 is really cool with the GPS. Like I said, my perfect would be marry the two, um, but uh, but I can't. Um, but like I said, I'm, I've, been, I've been having a blast using them. I'm super excited that they got to, that, that Moto Caddy sent them over because, like I said, I've, I've had a blast playing with them. I think it's been, I think I've enjoyed playing the nine hole, you know, my nine hole league for sure. <clears throat> I've definitely enjoyed playing it more uh, with the uh, the electric cart. So, like I said, go to motocaddy.us, check them out. And uh, I think that's all I got this week. Hopefully, I'll play well today. We'll see. Um, I played okay last week. Uh, I think I shot 40 and just, I don't think I made a putt to save, couldn't make a putt to save my life. But uh, the greens at St. Clair Shore is a little slow, so I'm having a rough time, you know, after playing Reynolds Lake and playing some of these other courses with some fast greens. Bella Vista's greens are pretty fast. Uh, going to St. Clair Shores, it's like I got to hammer the ball. So uh, we'll see. Hopefully play a little better today, and uh, we'll see about playing this weekend. I'm going to try. So hopefully everybody has a good rest of the week. Have a good weekend. Uh, follow me on, uh, on on Instagram at Club Junkie Pod uh, if you want. I know I've been really slacking with my uh, my Q and A sessions on Wednesdays. It's just it seems like every Wednesday I've just been super busy here uh, at the office. But uh, follow me there if you have any questions, anything like that. Let me know. And uh, yeah, uh, hopefully uh, we'll we'll talk next week.